I'm going to sing you all a song. Not really. Um, we're going to see if this stays alive. It's a little tired from holding up things. I get the honor of introducing you to the speaker today. Um, I'm so excited. Sarah Simpson graduated from LCU in 2005 with a degree in family studies. She went on to get her master's and has been, been in the education system for a very long time in all the um, different school districts in the area. What I want you to know is that, raise your hand if you've ever felt like you haven't had a friend. Yes. Okay. That was me. I was 26 years old and I didn't think I had any friends. I mean, I did, but I was being dramatic. And so I prayed and the Lord responded by waking Sarah Simpson up at 3 a.m. one morning. And she responded to the Holy Spirit's call to be my friend. And I have been blessed ever since. She's the kind of friend that you fight in the middle of your carpet in your son's room because your friendship matters. Um, When I was talking to her about her talk this morning, she has so many amazing things to say, but not because she has the words, but the Spirit has put it on her heart. So please help me welcome Sarah Simpson. Good morning. How are y'all this morning? Y'all good? Yeah. Hey, there's lots of different people in the audience this morning. There are people that have been here for a long time and people that this may be your first time on campus. And we are so glad that you are here today. Can we take a collective deep breath? Like, because we made it. I have been praying over this moment for months. And I have asked that the spirit come here today. And that he says something so good and so sweet to you. So let's take a moment and pray really quick. Dear God, thank you. Thank you for bringing us to this moment. Thank you for your word and all that it has to offer us. Thank you for loving us so very well. And for meeting us right where we are. I just pray that you settle our hearts this morning. That you take away any distraction, Lord. Don't let our phones, our watches, the person beside us don't, let us, don't let us get distracted from what you want to say to us. I pray that you just give us ears to hear and open our heart to receive. I did that. Now I'm on. Okay. (laughs) Y'all, this is literally my first time to speak ever. So that's fun that that happened. Um, So for the past 17 years, I would have said that I was a teacher. 
that I was a school person. That's literally how I describe myself for the past 17 years. And this summer, I got a call, and Brad Ingram, the pastor from our church, said, hey, would you want to come be on our children's team at our church? And I'm like, what? And um, I, I was like, I am not equipped for that position. And um, so through lots of prayer and lots of different things that occurred in our life, I knew that that was the next step for my life. I knew that was what the Lord was calling me to next. And y'all, it was so scary because so much of who I was, so much of my identity was wrapped up in being a teacher. And man, I was so proud. I was so proud of that job. I was so proud of what I did day in and day out. When we describe who we are, we have a tendency to lean into things that are constantly changing. We lean into the roles in our lives not who we are in our core. And so when those roles change, when you're moving from high school to college, you feel a little lost. When you're an athlete and you get hurt, you're not exactly sure who you are anymore. Has that ever happened to you? Has your role changed and you're like, man, I'm not sure anymore exactly who I am. We, we have a tendency to put value on the things that the world tells us to put value on. Will you raise your hand for me? This is not a shame moment, so please hear me say that. Will you raise your hand if you have social media? Any kind of social media. Raise it really high. Really, really high. Woo! That's a lot. That was young people and not as young of people. Almost everyone in here has social media. Y'all, I'm not mature enough to have social media. My heart can't handle social media because you know what I would be doing? I would be on that thing seeing how many likes I got. I would be looking and seeing what you got to do and what I didn't get to do. So I have to choose for my heart to not do social media. I, this, that's a different chapel speech. I'm not going to stay there. But take, it, take a heart check. Are you putting your identity in what social media says that you are? What says you should be? I was on Pinterest for a little bit. I couldn't even stay on that because I started thinking about what I was wearing all the time. Y'all, I don't really care what I wear. I don't have the time or the capacity to think about that. But Pinterest was telling me I should do and look this certain way. So I had to delete it. My heart cannot handle that. Because my identity can get wrapped up so easily in that and what the world says. What about, does your identity ever get wrapped up in the exceptions instead of the things that are constant and consistent in your life? So you think, man, I'm such a good person. But then you make a mistake because that's normal, right? We all make mistakes. None of us are perfect. Or I'm such a good student. But then you make an F. And your identity crumbles, and you feel lost, and you feel, man, I just felt so uneasy because for so long, this is who I was. I felt so unsettled at the core of who I was. And I was running one day, no music, no nothing, just running. 
And when I run, that is when my heart can be still and the Lord can speak to me. And he offered me a different perspective. He showed me that my identity was wrapped up in all of these other things and that none of those things were consistent. He showed me that my life is lived in transition. You are always in a state of transition. Is that right? Are you always moving towards something new, something different? Even if you've done the same thing for 17, 20 years, is it going to look different in moments? Are you going to have a success or a failure? And it's going to be a little bit different, so you're going to feel a little bit uneasy because our lives are in transition. If you did not know that, I am so sorry. It literally took me until I was 40 to realize, wow, everything's going to change all the time. I should have known, right? Because it's happening all the time. But it took me till this year to realize this is life. And people kept saying, give it a year. You may feel unsteady for a year. I'm like, I cannot feel like this for a year. Like, no, I cannot feel unsteady for an entire year of my life until I figure out who I am. That will not do. So, the Lord gave me a different perspective. The only thing that is 100%, always 100%, constant, consistent, And true in your life and in my life is the Lord. I'm going to say that again. The only thing that is 100% true in your life, the only thing that is 100% constant in your life and consistent and true is the Lord and what he says about you. And he has a lot to say about you. He has a lot to say about you. And listen to this. It is all good. Do you hear what I'm saying? It is all good. Everything the Lord says about you is good. Everything. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to take the next few minutes, and the only thing I'm going to do is I'm going to read scripture over you. I'm not going to add anything, and I'm not going to take anything away. Because the Lord's words are always sufficient. So I'm going to read the Lord's words over you for the next few minutes. That's it. I'm going to read these slides to you. I'm not going to add and I'm not going to take away. And I want you to sit, bask. This is why I needed one of these kind of mics because I talk with my hands in everything good he has to say about you. So God created mankind in his own image. Okay, I'm going to add one thing. Everything that's in orange, I tried to do a little cheat for you. 
everything that's an orange, that's like what I want to stand out to you, what he wants to stand out to you, what he is saying about you specifically. So it's a little cheat sheet. Now I'm not going to add anything from this point forward. Oh, yes, I am. One more thing. Okay. This is from the Old Testament and the New Testament. So again, we want to go back to what is always consistent. Okay. Always consistent. He said this 2000 years ago and it is still true now for real. All right. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Genesis 1.27. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him or knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. These are in red. This is what Jesus said to you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. John 14, 16 through 18. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. John 1, 12. Sorry. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. 1 John 3, 1. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last And so that whatever you ask in my name, the father will give you John 15, 16. Therefore, as God's chosen, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Colossians 3, 12. I'm going to add a little bit of something. Keisha said, how many of you ever felt like you didn't have a friend? I know for a fact that in this room full of people, there are some people that feel super unloved. Do not leave here today feeling that way. Because Jesus himself said, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. John 15, 9. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries. In a year of drought, and never fails to bear fruit. Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. 
Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1, 1, 9. The next time someone asks, who are you? You can confidently say, I am made in the image of God. I am a child of God. I am chosen. I am loved. I am blessed. And I am never alone. And before I got up here, I thought, that would be really weird if somebody said that. If you walked up to them and they were like, who are you? I'm a child of God. And then David Fraze, I said, David Fraze, who are you? And he said, I'm a child of God. And it was not weird at all. It was beautiful. He said, I am a child of God. He said, but some of the things I do are, and then he listed the things he did. How would our lives be a little bit different if we didn't get so tangled up in all of those things that change and aren't consistent and let us down? How much different would our lives be if we confidently said this day in and day out? What I want to make sure and let you know is that this does not mean that things are always going to be easy. The Lord never said that. In fact, if you read the Bible He pretty much guarantees the opposite. Stuff's going to be really hard. And you're going to feel the opposite of almost all of those things. So the next time you feel the opposite of those things, instead of leaning into the things that are not consistent, the things that are changing, the things that the world puts value on, the things that are exceptions instead of the things that are consistent. The next time you do that, go back. Go back to his word and lean into that. Because even if you don't feel it, if you read it over and over and over, someday you'll start to believe it. So, the next time someone says, who are you? You can confidently say, I know the truth about who I am. I know because the Lord himself, not me, not the five foot two delivery girl, the messenger, the Lord said these things. The Lord himself has told me through his holy and inspired word. And here's the getter, guys. He tells you, but you have to believe it. You have to believe it. I pray that you can go forth confidently in who the Lord says you are today. Thank you so much.